Hello and welcome to What the Heck, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. Every week we look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at all the theories surrounding it. I'm your host, Glenn, and I can't give you the answers to these unexplained things, because I don't know what they are. I'm just here to give you the information to decide for yourself. All research is done as academically as I can, and references are given at the end of the episode. This is the opening week to season three. We're looking at a big topic this time. These episodes are all unexplained phenomena. For opening week of season three, we're looking at demonic possession. Yesterday's episode looked at the history of, of possession, exorcism and the theories surrounding it, but now we're looking at cases of possession. These episodes come with a warning. I will be looking at some pretty gruesome stuff and mistreatment of people who may have been ill. If that's not something you want, skip these episodes. Today, we're looking at Terence Cottrell. going to reiterate what I just said. These episodes are going to be heavy. Today's episode is about a child and I completely get it if you don't want to listen to it. The purpose of these episodes is to shed some light on the phenomenon of demonic possession, the ritual of exorcism and how dangerous the thought processes and actions surrounding these things can be. As with all my episodes, the intention isn't to offend or upset but to provide information and to begin a thought process in my listeners' minds. If you decide to skip the episode, that's okay. If you want to continue listening, I'll carry on with the episode now. I discussed the instructions for exorcisms in yesterday's episode. The ones that seem to have disappeared in the 1999 review of the Vatican's exorcism document. In it, one of the things that was said was that a priest shouldn't just believe that people are possessed and should learn how to see the signs. This will be important later. Patricia Cooper was a single mother to Terence Cottrell. He was diagnosed with autism at the age of two, and by the time he was school age, his behaviour was difficult to manage, especially while he was in class. Eventually, his school told Patricia that she would need to find Terence a new school. She couldn't afford a private school or a tutor for Terence, but met someone in the grocery store and believed her prayers for help had been answered. That day in the grocery store, a woman had witnessed Terence's behaviour and approached Patricia. The woman told her that she was a member of the Faith Temple Church of Apostolic Faith. The church was in a strip mall in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This woman told Patricia that she thought that Terence was possessed by demons, requesting that she brought him to the church for a special prayer service as soon as she could. Patricia had little support to turn to with Terence and chose to attend, joining in the worship and bringing Terence to special prayer services. According to Patricia's neighbour, after beginning to attend the church, Patricia was convinced that Terence's autism wasn't the cause of his bad behaviour. It was demons. She had even said that the demons had spoken to her through Terence. She told her neighbour that Terence had said, kill me, take me, kill me to her. The person in charge of the church was a man named Ray Hemphill. He was a maintenance worker who had become a preacher. 
he had set up the prayer services for Terence. He claimed that these services utilised the laying of hands on Terence and prayers over him. Hemphill also stated that the practice was based on the Gospel of Matthew 12.43. This passage states that when an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. That passage doesn't make any sense to me regarding what Hemphill says they were doing. Except Hemphill wasn't really telling the truth about what the church was doing. During the last session Terence would attend, witnesses reported that more went on. It was stated that Terence was told to lay on the ground and several women, including Patricia, wrapped him in a sheet and held him down. Hemphill then laid across his chest, putting all his weight on the eight-year-old boy. On August 22nd, 2003, the final prayer session had begun. As Hemphill laid on top of Terence, he whispered to the demons that they had decided were in the boy, telling them to leave. Terence was clearly uncomfortable with the weight of a grown man on him and was gasping and flailing. The parishioners believed that it was a sign that their efforts were working and the demons were finally leaving the boy. After two hours, they finished their ritual, believing it had been successful. That was when they realised Terence wasn't breathing. His cause of death was listed as mechanical asphyxia due to external chest compression. Simply put, his chest was crushed. Three days later, Ray Hemphill was arrested for physical abuse of a child. The death was ruled a homicide, not a murder. This is because a murder charge would have required proof that Hemphill knew that his actions would kill Terence. Patricia had told investigators what happened that night. She and another woman had held Terence's legs and a third woman had laid over his torso before Hemphill laid across his chest. She also told them that when they discovered that Terence wasn't breathing, people had tried to revive him before they called the emergency services. Terence's father, also Terence Cottrell, told the media that he wanted every person involved in his son's death to be held accountable. He hadn't seen his son for about two months prior to his death because he and Patricia didn't get on. Hemphill was convicted of child abuse and was sentenced to two and a half years in prison with seven and a half years under state supervision. He was also ordered to pay $1,200 in restitution and was ordered to avoid performing exorcisms until he'd received the proper training. In 2006, a short film released about the events called Junior, the Terence Cottrell story. And in 2016, a film called Free Indeed was released. The plot differs slightly from the original story, but is based on the story of Terence. That's the story of Terence Cottrell Jr. I went through the theories yesterday, so we won't be going into theories this week because we've gone over them already. Instead, there will be a discussion of the case and how it fits into what we've already gone over. Terence Cottrell's death was an awful event, 
An exasperated mother turned to someone who said they could help and things went badly. Ray Hemphill performed an exorcism that he wasn't qualified to do on a young child. He must have known that putting his body weight on a child wouldn't have ended well, especially if he did that for two hours. Nobody here is without blame. It's a difficult situation. Religious figures in Patricia's life suggested something and the power of that suggestion had her convinced that her son was in the hands of an evil force. There were many factors to this that caused the young boy's death. Ray Hemphill wasn't trained in the rite of exorcism, using practices that he thought would work to exorcise a demon that wasn't there. It's so important to remember that Terence was diagnosed as autistic and his behaviour likely came from complications with the disorder. This information means that everything the church did was unhelpful. But Patricia was struggling. People offered her some help and she took it. But here's the kicker. The church was an apostolic church. They follow Wesleyan teaching of holiness, which focuses on Christian perfection. But that's not all. This faith stresses the need for Pentecostal experiences, like the baptism of the Holy Spirit which explains why Hemphill thought he could exercise imaginary demons. The Pentecostal Church's idea of the Holy Spirit allows the idea that anyone with the power of the Spirit can expel demons, illnesses and other things just by laying on hands. I probably wouldn't be too far off the mark by saying that I think the situation escalated quickly because Terence's behaviour didn't improve. Laying of hands didn't expel the demons, so more drastic measures had to be used. What's better than laying on hands? Using more of the body. It would make sense though. These people were convinced that Terence was possessed and his behaviour wouldn't have improved with all these people touching him and saying strange things around him. There must be an element of overstimulation with those things happening around him. The whole story is very upsetting and really drives home the reason why the Catholic exorcism document states that a priest needs to learn what the signs of possession are. Terence Cottrell wasn't possessed, he was autistic. What happened was awful and shows that we need to learn more about what demonic possession is and how to see it. I hope everyone involved found peace with what happened. Information from this episode came from a Sword and Scale article about the exorcism, a Grunge article about the exorcism, a CBS News article about Hemp Hill's arrest, and a Memphis Flyer article about the film Free Indeed. References and links are posted on social media if you want to take a look. The link tree is available in the episode description, so you can go to your preferred social media or listen on your preferred platform. Patreon is still unchanged with a £3 tier if you want to support me, but I have nothing to put on there yet. Suggestions, personal stories and corrections can be sent through the email in the episode description too. The next episode releases tomorrow and Creature Features will return next week. So hold on until then.